0: hey everyone thank you for tuning in to the dream center podcast Uh, my name is seth major and i'm the dcp cares director at dream center peoria overseeing some of our outreach initiatives um, that that we're up to throughout the year uh, in the city of peoria at the dream center joined by brian eulenhop he's our director of development and uh, brian we're we're here where we are on purpose we're at bradley university just in the atrium that leads into what Bradley calls their coliseum, a smaller gymnasium here on campus. Uh, we were here this time, just about this time last year. Uh, tell us a little bit about what we did um, last year, and and then we're going to talk a little bit more about um, why that's shaping the
1: conversation we're having today. Yeah, anytime you have two thousand people gather for one purpose it's pretty exciting, right? And Last year was definitely the case, 2,300 people um, all just coming together uh, under this banner of Love Peoria. From our standpoint, we believed that uh, we could do more with our annual gathering than just uh, focus people on our mission and raise money. We wanted to accomplish that, we did, but we took that opportunity to try to inspire people Uh, To help them see what we get to see every day being on the front lines of poverty to see uh, How powerful these small Christ-like acts of love uh, are on the receiving end how that can radically Transform the direction of somebody's life believing that if they saw it and Experienced it and tried it themselves that it would surely change the way they live Mm -hmm. And so that was the goal last year is let's just inspire people on the power of christ-like love We had um, Probably the most entertaining, dynamic, whimsical guy you can think of, Bob Goff, that joined us and set the tone. And then uh, out of that event, uh, we had a 60-day challenge. So every day, going through Christmas into the new year, uh, we challenged people every day with a new act of love that they could do. And uh, saw awesome feedback. We're really excited about it, but just immediately started thinking about, you know, what, is, what does 2020 look like? What, what could we do with the next gathering of people?
0: Yeah, Um, and had that 60-day campaign out of Love Peoria, and a lot of good came from that. We're still seeing the ripples of that, like you had said. Um, One of the things that we're mindful of um, at the Dream Center is people's willingness to step in. And so as we were talking about what we could do um, for our 2019 event, we um, were recognizing um, a window of opportunity that was forming. Um, one of the things that was allowing that window to form was people's willingness. Uh, Something that we saw out of Love Peoria was people getting really excited about um, stepping in, in, getting involved, working together, feeling like, hey, there is this common goal and mission that has now been given to the region. And, And we saw a lot of people take advantage of that Um, We're looking ahead to this October. October 21st is our year-end event um, here at Bradley Coliseum. Um, Let's talk a little bit about the why behind this year. Um, Obviously, Love Peoria has a little bit to do with that, um, considering the fact that there's some momentum that can uh, form when you get that number of people in the same room. But our why looks a little bit different. Um, Out of Love Peoria, we see that willingness um, where this window of opportunity is forming, but another thing is the weight of realities that are facing city of Peoria, this region as a whole. Could you speak a little bit to some of those realities, what we're seeing, um, and that's really shaping why we're getting together in October?
1: Yeah, I mean, you, you don't need to uh, go many days of watching the news or reading the paper to feel the pressure. Of current realities, right? Whether it's violence, whether it's our economic outlook, uh, whether it's local in our backyard, whether it's the state, whether it's the nation, whether it's the world, right? There is this weight, and and on one hand, we could be weighted down by it, which you can't help but happen. But as we just you know try to stand back and watch the region as a whole, um, uh, we really see it as a. is is a god-given positive right that this weight uh i think is what's driving people's willingness to do stuff right we can Mm -hmm. no longer stand put and uh we're seeing people's desire for god-given solutions to these weighty realities increase and that's what's causing people to step up i don't know what kind of groups our listeners are coming from but uh if you look for it throughout the city, you can see small groups of people are stepping out, right? It's, it is incredibly encouraging, people doing things that they would not normally do, that we probably wouldn't do if this weight wasn't over us, but we're doing it now. And that's really that window as you talk about the, the weightiness, the, the desire for these old, big, God-given solutions, uh, and then willingness to step on an act. That's kind of what's framed this year's event. We, we see that uh, as, a, as an opportunity to have a really clear call to action. And so is it okay to share what we're going to do? Absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah. So this year uh, the event is going to be called Rooted, uh, believing that the deeper we go, the more we're gonna prosper and grow and specifically the deeper we go in our streets the more this city is going to prosper And so what we're gonna challenge people to do and I don't want to give away all the details come to the event but uh, we're gonna challenge people to join a new neighboring ministry it's gonna be called here for good and the main premise is gonna be let's go to our neighborhoods let's go to the most neglected neighborhoods and at uh, once a month go to the same doors and knock and 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 say, how can we help? Believing that it's going to be through the consistency of that, that relationships are going to form, trust is going to form over time, and in the context of that relationship and trust is how we're going to best meet the needs of our, of our neighbors and how we're going to best share the gospel of, of Jesus. So um, that's what we're going to do This with this year's uh, end of their gathering. And the excitement is definitely building for it. We're getting great response uh, registrations are starting to come in, uh, even from people who would say, "Man, I love Peoria it was easy right who who wouldn't want to pay for the cup of coffee in the person in front of them but mm. asking somebody to go and knock on a door um, in a neighborhood they don't live in is a little more intimidating, but what we're what we're hearing is exactly what we would hope is that because of the conditions right now, people would be willing to do something they wouldn't normally do. yeah and if they see two thousand of their neighbors who they know have the same hesitation, willing to step out, heck, maybe I'll do it. And so our belief, our dream, our goal, our vision is that from this, we could get 500 to 800 to maybe a thousand people that would commit to this once a month rhythm of going out into neighborhoods. And um, we think about the effect that would have, that 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 critical mass could truly lift the bar, could truly move the needle, on some of these stats that have been plaguing our city for a long time. Mm-hmm. We, we kicked off in your neighborhood
0: yeah,
1: um, in the North Valley, uh, the near north side, kind of by the cathedral, kicked off there with our 50-person committee because that neighborhood so exemplifies what we're trying to do. It's uh, down the street is Peoria School District's largest school. Mm-hmm so that means in five years in that neighborhood that small neighborhood you've got 800 kids who in five years are going to enter a critical life event they're either going to be entering high school which is significant or they're going to be entering the workforce and think about what would happen to those 800 young people if for five years they had a positive influence it's a game changer yeah employment family structure violence um all starts to move, so that's the why. Yeah, for
0: sure. I'm, I'm looking forward to rooted because what we hope to uh, the, the the picture that we hope to paint that night is that there is all something that we should get involved in and consider. Yeah. Um, you know, we we mentioned here for good and this call to action that plainly won't resonate with everyone. Um, we believe that. However, we want everyone to be walking away challenged to ask themselves the question, what does it look like for me to start taking more ownership of the quality of, of the city that I live in, the region that I live in? Um, you, you mentioned the neighborhood that, that I now live in, and um, right, right north of downtown, northeast of downtown, and there are people in that neighborhood... Despite the headlines, despite some of the conditions you would see of people's homes and front yards and, and those things that on the surface really distract us from perhaps what the true narrative is, the narrative I'm seeing is um, really a tipping point of of which direction is this neighborhood going to go. There are people that I meet week in and week out that desperately care for the future of their neighborhood.
1: Yeah, there's good stories in those neighborhoods, aren't there? There
0: are. There are. There, there are people who already get it. There are people who are already living what we hope to see lived out by more and more people. Um, and so we're approaching Rooted. We're approaching this new chapter, we believe, in our region's history, where um, if we can, like you had said, raise the bar of perhaps our more weak areas— that the whole region benefits. Um, Something that we're also going to be talking about is that the tools for this, we believe, already exist. Um, So can you speak to a little bit about how we're not seeing the answer to a more positive future as um, the the answer found in those groups of people going door-to-door, but what we're going to be pointing residents to? So can you speak a little bit about how we feel like the tools for improvement are already here and that there's not a wheel that's being reinvented. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Anytime we start talking about this and getting feedback, the first question is, what is what is that first conversation? You knock on the door, they give a need. What does it look like? Is, is Dream Center going to meet them all? Surely you can't handle the capacity and, um, and the answer is absolutely not, right? The, Dream Center is, we're taking a lead on this. We're launching this because we believe one one area we can use to add value to the city is we can be that platform, we can be that stage, we can be that mouthpiece and rally around something that we, we believe is going to help. But once this goes, we're trying to make this as as, uh, as little about us as possible and more just put capacity to meet most needs is already out there, Yeah. right? Uh, there is no shortage of nonprofits Wear boots on the ground, ready to go over the top. And
0: doing do doing
1: great work right now. Absolutely, and one yeah. of the most frustrating people things people say is, you know, how do we connect the needs with the with the solutions? Yeah. Um, how do we? Yeah, and so we think that the biggest uh, gap to doing that is trust. Uh, that, as crazy as it might sound or as crazy as it might look, to look at a family who's in seemingly a a dire strait and to say, you know, why would you not change or why would you not allow your kid to go into a program that would clearly be good for him? Why would you not take advantage of a workforce program that's right down the road and it's going to double your salary, right? Um, Why wouldn't you do that? The answer is that until there's somebody in their life that they can trust enough that will say, no, this is for your good, I'm going to walk with you through it, mm-hmm. they're probably going to stay put. We're all like that, right? You, you don't convince me to try something new, to leave something behind and go a new direction unless it's somebody close to my life who's kind of nudging me to do it. So we hope to be that, that trust. Yeah. Uh, that's our main purpose. Um, we're leaving a lot of room open for what this looks like, but um, we think that we're going to see early on a lot of opportunity to connect kids, with programs that will help them, we see a lot of opportunity probably to connect people with jobs and job programs that already exist. Uh, that night, we're gonna release a list of all of our mission partners so far, knowing that it'll grow. And this is a list of agencies that have said, we wanna partner with this movement. And here are a list of needs that we're ready to meet that mm-hmm. you might see in the neighborhoods. And most importantly, here's what you, a volunteer the community can do to help us meet the need, yep. for instance, you know, Boys and Girls Club couldn't take another hundred kids unless they got more funding or volunteers. So, Boys and Girls Club can do tutoring, and if a volunteer will volunteer one hour a time, we can take ten more kids. Yeah. So we're really trying to put the information and the yeah all the information out in the volunteers' hands that we just recruited, and um, and let them and the agencies work with it.
0: If someone listening to this might be familiar with Dream Center's story as a whole, we're about a 17-year-old organization. We started um, in our earliest days an initiative called Adopt-a-Block where, where we had people going door-to-door. Um, they were going out once a week and collecting needs. At that time, the Dream Center was in its infancy stages. Uh, we didn't have ministries. We wanted to be sure that we were doing things that the surrounding neighbors needed in their lives. And a lot of who we are today is because of Adopt-a-Block uh, 17 years ago, reason why we still do Backpack Peoria every July, where we give away thousands of backpacks full of school supplies. It's a reason why we have a homeless shelter. It's a reason why we have an after-school program. Um, this is going to look a little bit different simply because... We are 17 years old. We find ourselves a little bit more ourselves rooted in the city, understanding um, different things that really do show improvement. Um, And so we're gonna be deploying people, um, like you had said, really leveraging relationships and consistency. Um, Anything that we find ourselves celebrating at the Dream Center, that's what sparked it. Is someone who went one-on-one with someone and they stood by their side. And I think that we would all resonate with, um, anytime there was some real positive change in our own lives, it's because someone took the time to invest in us and they they stuck by us. And so we're gonna hope to see um, some real positive things going from the Here for Good initiative launching in the spring of 2020, like we have been talking about. This all begins October 21st,
1: so. Yeah, the timeline's great. We're, we're launching, sharing the vision uh, on October 21st, uh, but then it gives us a, a good three-month window uh, to, uh, to train, to onboard, to uh, help people understand what that first door knock's going to look like, to help manage expectations. Um, so it gives us a good window to be ready for that first door knocking
0: Absolutely. in March. Um, talking about the logistics of Rooted this year, October 21st, that's a Monday night, here once again at Bradley right. in their Coliseum, um, 6.30 p.m. We're starting things off. Um, can we talk a little bit about how someone um, can get their tickets, yeah, absolutely. Um, dinner is included in the evening. Yeah, It's a
1: really simple event, we're here to, to, uh, to gather and to, and to do something for the city. Uh, but we will have a simple box dinner. Tickets are only $25. We're trying to make this so that anybody can be part of it. That was the most beautiful thing last year, honestly, was looking out at the 2,300 people and seeing, honestly, the most diverse group I've ever seen gather uh, for one purpose, where you see high school students next to CAT CEOs. You saw Washington residents and and Metamora next to the south side, you saw stay-at-home moms and small business owners um, all together Yeah. with one accord, one mind. Um, so that's the same format this year. Uh, we'll kick off the night with an update on Dream Center and taking an offering. Uh, but then very quickly, we're going to move into this ministry and, and exactly the kind of conversation we've been having here. Why? Number one, uh, really look into scripture a little bit on what does that uh, tell us as to as to why this is for the good of our city as well as for the good of us mm-hmm. to live this way a- and then uh, talk talk details what is it going to look like uh, help answer some of those questions so that f- people feel comfortable saying hey i'll give this a shot and then uh, our goal is to walk away with with a good group of people who are who are on board people can buy tickets uh, now um, our website org backslash rooted um and again, twenty-five dollars. Students are only five dollars. Yep. We had a lot of young people there last year. And that year. is high school. That's also college. Yep. Yep. And there's no, uh, we're not carding people, so don't, don't, don't <laughs> get too hung up on on that. Yeah. Uh, we trust you. Uh, but that's a that's a massive. Um, there's a lot of capacity in our young people, and we need that at the table for the future of our region. So we want them there. People can. Where we can really use help is if you'll say, man, I get this vision, I see why this is the next thing, I'll help by filling up 10 seats. I'll buy a section for $250 and I'm gonna get my friends there. Uh, We know we don't have a big fancy speaker, believing that if we believe in the future of our city, then rather than spend time looking for an outside voice to bring in, let's really focus on our own voices here and lifting them up. So we don't have the draw of some speaker, we're counting on people listening here and others to invite their friends and fill this place up knowing that something good will happen as a result.
0: And this is an event that you want to be sitting next to people you're already living life with. Um, This is why we have sections of ten, is because we believe that this is a great event for groups to attend. Um, of Bible course, studies, yeah, exactly. Do so you find yourself in any kind of group of people—a small group, um, a, a hobbyist group? It could be anything from your workplace, from a church you may attend, um, a group
1: of employees who are friends. Yeah. yeah, this
0: this is for for them, for groups of people. Um, the whole theme of the night is not going alone. In the future, so don't go alone to rooted. <laughs> Make sure that you're bringing people with you. Um, like we had said, dreamcenterpeoria.org. Right on our homepage, there's a big button you can click for more information about rooted. Um, tickets can be purchased online. Um, any any other final thoughts for?
1: No, you know, I just uh, I always end by saying I am as excited about what's going to happen to this group that comes together as I am about the people we're going to go out and knock on doors. Yeah. Right? Uh, scripture has a lot to say about unity and walking out together. Um, and we really tried to, in addition to just thinking of the needs of the city, we tried to think of what's what's one thing that's big enough that we could all do together? There aren't many things like that that we can all as a city, as a region, do together, but this is big enough for that. Yeah. Um, and so... Uh, People will walk away changed, regardless of how much they get involved. Uh, this uh, we, we believe is a defining moment for areas area. So, don't miss it. Come uh, Monday night. It's going to be good. Yeah. As we've been saying, the time is now. The place is here. Place is here. Right. Yeah. October 21st.
0: Yeah. Excitement's building. We hope you can join us. But in the meantime, thank you for tuning in. Um, we we appreciate you listening. Please tell someone about rooted um and hopefully you can join us as well and don't ask them to buy a ticket just buy a ticket for them and say say you're coming with, say you're coming with me you. yep that's right 25 months uh, if you want to learn more about rooted or dream center as a whole dreamcenterpeoria.org is where you can find us we're on social media as well thanks for tuning in and you'll hear from us soon